So, Devin, how did we first start this podcast? Okay, so this is what happened. I think summer of summer of 2021. I, yeah. No, it was 2020. No, summer 2020. Summer 2020. Um, Eric and one of our other friends had this idea for a podcast. Uh, first, it was their idea. I don't know exactly how it started, but then Eric Eric um, hit me up and was like, hey, do you want to get on this? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Because I, I really like listening to radio shows and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I have a podcast now. So that's how it kind of got started. And so originally, it took a lot more planning than I think a lot of people realize to start something like this. So originally, it was it was business, holics, and politics, right? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was gonna, we were yeah. going to do politics, right? But then we realized yeah. that the initial reason we wanted to do this was for college. And, you know, we, initially, can't, yeah. we can't, like, do something that uh, <laughs> doesn't really – I, I guess align with that yeah plus we figured like we're trying to grow it as well so like politics is very very polarizing especially now people who don't really have insightful conversations about politics yeah but isn't that uh, kind of hypocritical because like i think in 2022 right we kind of got more controversial which is what we were afraid of when we first started true but i feel like at that well, well we'll get to that i feel like at yeah. that point we were more seasoned but anyways um yeah i feel like people don't really have those types of insightful respectful conversations anymore so we just kind of said you know what we'll stray away from that for now yeah. Uh, so we just we stuck with business, and we had no clue what the hell we we're supposed to do. We were like, okay, business, you know, it's super broad. So we said, we started with books. So originally, I remember we were reading uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. That was our first episode, as many of you guys probably know. And so what we did was we both bought the book. Well, it was me, Eric, and then actually before we re- before we recorded our first episode, Amani. That was when we met Amani. So Amani reached out to us and was like, hey, can I join? So me and Eric were like, yeah, sure. So me, Eric, and Amani were reading this book. I didn't even finish the book, I don't think. I got through like, I think I read like 60 pages over the course of Bro, we of both like didn't finish. One day. <laughs> yeah, I read I, I read 120-something pages yeah, over the course yeah. of like three days, I think. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'll use the summaries and stuff that are in the book. And like, I'll just kind of flip through certain pages to find examples I yeah. can talk about. So that was the first episode. I literally remember, I we obviously it wasn't a video podcast back then. And so what I did was I still like dimmed the lights in my room to make it feel like it was like a studio and shit. Like I was, dude, I was going in, like I had, I had to get that right mindset and everything. Like I, I, I looked good doing it. I had to make sure I was confident when I was speaking stuff like that. No, it was remember. interesting because Devin, you, you talked more in that episode than you did in the next 20. Yeah. Okay. So this is what happened. So <laughs> we were doing, so that was my recording setup. Yeah. Um, and I remember I made a whole outline. Like I had multiple pages of outlines next to me while we were recording like that's how that's how it went so we were kind of going through that and it was like i was talking I, I felt good talking and stuff like that yeah um i was pretty nervous though like we had a we had to record we had to re-record it a lot of times actually remember because like i would say something and like we didn't like how it sounded and so we'd have to like redo segments and stuff like that remember? yeah i mean i i think our first time we were very we were definitely nervous about it. and plus we had yeah. never met Amani before that right we were no you know, the yeah. first time we spoke to her was actually the in the middle of the recording of the first episode because she joined the zoom call i remember i gave her the link and then she did not speak say a word. 30 minutes right so i thought that she had just left i thought this was like a one and done deal one episode and then she was out of here and then uh and then I remember Fuzzy decided to moderate the whole entire thing, right? He didn't even want to speak on the episode. Oh, I remember he was on there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then yeah, he yeah, edited yeah. the first one, but then we never heard from him again. And it was really funny because I remember when uh, we were first talking about starting this, he was like, yo, we are we are going to take this far. You know, <laughs> we are going. Oh, no. so, yeah. so so that was our first episode. Yeah, um, I really liked um, I really liked the topic. I obviously our delivery was like kind of poor but to be fair it was also our first episode you know, i felt like we were really presenting we're a lot in our in our first couple we were yeah it was it was really just a book talk so it was nice that we got a lot of feedback from the first episode because if we didn't get feedback i don't know what the hell we'd be doing right now yeah so it's good that we got feedback we knew like okay this is not engaging at all so but i mean okay so we knew that but it yeah. didn't you know we didn't use that feedback immediately so we went a couple episodes into it and then it got to the point where there was an episode we had to record i think it was I think this was the one we recorded at 6 a.m. It was like Barbarians of the Yeah, that was, I think that, no, that was our second and third episode, remember, because we had took a, another hiatus, I guess, for a month yeah. before releasing another one. So it was Barbarians of the Gate. We woke up at 6 to record it because Eric had to go to Virginia. And so we were recording oh, yeah. it, yeah. and it was the point, there was a specific point in the episode where me, Eric, and Amani all knew this is not going to work. It was, Eric was talking about something, and like, you could tell, he just read it straight from the book, and he had no idea what the fuck it meant, and yeah. I had no idea what it meant, and Hamani had no idea what it meant, and we were like, you know what, this is not good. So, <laughs> after that, we cut the recording, we cut the recording, we were like, okay, we need to take a step back and like, talk about stuff that like, we actually know more about, because like, the, the book was good, it was just like, I didn't know what the hell was going on, and neither of us did, any of, like, none of us did, so... Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's the that was the beauty of it. It was like, you know, you start something, and you don't know exactly how to do it, right? We didn't know, we didn't know exactly what we were doing, but we learned as we went along. And another another key episode where we kind of changed our content was the Rahul Rai episode. I remember specifically that episode. Eric and I were prepping for it at night, and previously to all the episodes before that, Eric mm-hmm. and I d- used to prep for like an hour, right? We used to prep for like an hour before call make sure everything was good to go like everything uh, not scripted but like you know we had like pre- a pretty good amount of talking points um and then we go from there especially with a guest and stuff like that yeah dude now like after, after that was the episode i told Eric, like you know what like i wanted to be more flowing i feel like it's too much presenting like if it's like i know it's not scripted but like it feels too scripted so he was like yeah sure we'll try it out so rahul rai we did like pretty minimal prep uh, and that episode turned out pretty well. So after that, we were like, okay, this is the content style that we want to do. We're getting better at improving, and improving is a necessary skill, regardless. Yeah, so no, I, I think, think that with, I think that with guys like Rahul Ride and I think Jaron Kivia, I remember the number one Mets fan page guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think with guys like that because I knew that when I first when we first started this, right? I I didn't I wasn't really good at talking to new people. I wasn't really good at networking stuff like that, right? And I think that when you do things like this and you're you're constantly you're meeting new people two three times a week, and then you have to if you want to make a good episode, you have to be able to talk to them in a way where you get them to open up about things. I think that that really that really does something to you, right? Because you are yeah. building that habit day in and day out. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, again, you know, it's, it's like, you know, we were young, we were, we were probably like, what, 15, 16. We didn't know these... anything about business. So that was, the yeah, we didn't know anything kind of hypocritical about being called the business. Just, the, the thing goes, we were called the business because we were really interested in business, right? It's not like we knew, mu- we knew, we obviously we knew a little bit, but like, we didn't know very much. And so the point was like, we weren't guests, we learned more, right? So it was guys like, guys like Jaron, financialism was still one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, that's where you got your whole Roth IRA thing. Yeah, those guys are really easy to talk to. Like they made our job super easy because all we had to do was like ask them a question, just like to start. They would go on, they would tell a whole story and be really interesting. And then me and Eric would ask them, 
and Amani would ask them different questions about whatever story they just told. Like they made it really easy. And then from yeah. there, we kind of learned how to work conversations. Um, but the thing is like another thing you learn is that you learn how to reflect that energy of your guests. Right. Cause like there are guests that we had that were great like that. And there are also some guests that we had that like, obviously none of our guests were bad, but there were guests that we had where they just weren't as easy to talk to. Like we'd ask them a question to kind of get them going, like get them started. And they would just like answer the question like pretty briefly and then just like stop. And yeah, then I thought it was some of the speakers I think we've had are pretty bland. So even though this is our 90th episode that we are going to release, I think that we've recorded over 115. Yeah, we've recorded. Because, and that's only because we thought that the episodes that we, we recorded with these guests, they were not good enough to send out. So yeah. Um, I think it was a great learning experience, though. Do you remember no, any of these yeah. speakers that we had that we never released? Um, I'm trying to think. There was, I think it was more guys than girls, for sure. Definitely, um, definitely. I can't, I can't remember exactly the like who it was or what we were talking about, but I know for sure there were a decent amount. Um, but yeah, what what you learn is you learn how to reflect the energy, the energy of your guest. But the problem is when your guest has no energy, then it's difficult, right? Because, like, if your guest has energy, then you, like, it makes you excited, right? And then you kind of go from there. But, like, there's been times where Eric and I would literally be texting each other during the middle of the episode, like, yo, you say something, you say something. Because <laughs> neither of us knew what to say. We were like, like okay, you got next. No, got dude, next. I remember when we first started like, out, every single hard. time a, a guest would start speaking, I would go to my phone and I would be like, yo, Devin, you got next, man. I don't have another point after this. And <laughs> Yeah, because, like, someone, dude, sometimes, like, the stories they would tell, like, they would be interesting, but they were like, I don't think I can say to follow that up. Like, it wasn't really, that was another thing we learned was we learned how to have more natural conversations, right? Because, like, I was looking at all these, like what I used to do to kind of prep and get myself like into the podcasting mindset before an episode was I used to go and watch like some podcasts from time to time. Oh, really? So I would be, oh, you know, yeah, so like I would watch, not like, okay, not like right before an episode, but like I would kind of watch other podcasts, just like learn a little bit. So I would watch like Joe Rogan is still one of my favorite podcasts to watch. So I'd watch Joe Rogan, right? And I would be like, how does he have such an easy time like conversing with his guests? And I'll think like, okay, what if we had our guests that like were kind of blend on his show? Like what would what would those who talk about? So that was kind of I would just kind of like think about that. Um and so I learned that you have to really like it's it's hard if your guest isn't engaged, right? Your guest has to want to be doing it too. Yeah, but, do you think the guest we've had on, we kind of we kind of took that Joe Rogan approach in terms of that multifaceted different parts of business and every single speaker we got was in a different part of business in general yeah yeah i would i would say so i would say like in the beginning um it was more i i feel like we've got we've kind of gone like in and out of niches i would say and like we've also been scattered at times like we've had i know obviously we started very business financial oriented um and like from there we kind of shifted to like marketing stuff and then we kind of had like a real estate thing then now we're kind of more in smma stuff so we kind of been all around. And then throughout that period, we had a bunch of other people from doing different shit, right? So remember we had Chris Kalk on. We had Jaron on, obviously. Yeah, no, um, I think Chris Kalk was much later, though. Yeah, he was much later. But, like, he was an example of something that of us kind of, like, you know, just going beyond that. Remember we had um, I think, Austin I think, Abbott on? 
Yeah, I think he was uh, – Chris Kalk was one of our growth points, I would say, because I think we've had select episodes where we both felt like we grew or where we both yeah, felt we sure. got so much better, right? And that I episode that was Chris a long – episode. It was three hours long. Yeah, we had – Yeah, that was a long episode. We, yeah, we were – I remember I was prepping for a, a 5 p.m. and a 6 p.m. episode. We brought, we ended up speaking because we also spent like 30 minutes talking to him beforehand. So we were, we were doing that until I think 9, 30, 10 p.m. at night. Yeah, no, we were dude, we were recording for a while. Um, so yeah, that was definitely one of them. I would also say another one was the financialism one. The first time we recorded with him, yeah, I feel like yeah. I think he was our first. I don't I don't know if I got the order correct, but I think he was our first guest where we really had like a good episode where we could like talk to him and like um like you know I actually ever I think he was the first guest that we had like a real conversation with that we didn't know for like beforehand. Because I right? think that everything before that it was missing that aspect of feeling raw. I would say, and yeah. financialism, he just, even if you go back right now and listen to that episode and you listen to the first two minutes, you can obviously tell this guy had something different about his vibe, his persona than I think other guests. Right. Had. He, he, yeah. really, he had like, he had like puppy energy, Like he was like, he was excited, right? You could see when he was recording that he was smiling. He was happy to talk to us. We were happy to talk to him. Like he, he, just, he was just a good vibe. And like when you have people like that who are a good vibe, they make it so much easier to talk to them and you're more interested in the information. It comes off better for the viewers. Like the viewers actually want to listen. Yeah, right? Like it's just yeah, all around. We've had people like that. And then we've, I think we've had people where if you ask them a question, it's, it's like they're trying to, they're walking on eggshells in the episode I felt. And they, they they gave a very generalized response and something like, you know, maybe AI could write, but they wouldn't give a whole story. And I, and I think that's the one thing that I've learned throughout this is that whenever someone asks you a question on a podcast, you yeah. tell a story because it makes the yeah. content so much better. It makes it it makes the content better. It makes it more interesting. And I feel like it, it makes it easier to have a conversation like that. Right. Because with a story, you can go so many different ways after like you can ask them a question about the story. If you if you want to go that route, you can share another story that's like similar. You can comment on it. like, yeah, I feel like there's so much more. There's so much more avenue. There's so much more stuff to work with when you give a story. And plus, like, again, this is just like a general principle of human interactions. People like talking about themselves. Right. If you pose a question where somebody can tell a story, like if somebody were to like if I was on somebody's podcast, right, as a guest. And they were like, okay, tell me a story about whatever. Like, I knew I was interested in. I could just keep talking. Like, I could just keep talking all day, right? If I was so interested in that story. And it makes the content work a lot easier. Yeah, and I feel like their energy shifts as well. And they're more comfortable. They get out of their shell more. And I think that's right. the number one thing you can do. That's, on and that's that's what you want on a podcast, right? The whole point of getting them on a podcast is because not everybody's going to be able to talk to this person one-on-one like we can, right? So the point is to get them out of their shell, kind of get their personality and you know it's to gain whatever value they have to offer right that's the point right if we're just like sitting around dodging questions or like you know we're afraid to ask them this question or we don't want him to expand on this right then what's the point we're cheating ourselves and then we're cheating our viewers right yeah so yeah you want to make sure that we ask everything that you know we're interested in asking and of course that you guys want to hear too i think the i think the next biggest i think stage that we hit in podcasting was when amani left because she had been with us for the first 25 episodes or so you remember that and i think yeah. she had she, she had left she had gone to college she, uh, she's pursuing pharmacy and you know we we did not know what to do because we were we, we were so used to this right and 25 episodes in i remember that the episodes we were making were still so generalized so for example when we started to move into the self-improvement genre and a lot of our episodes started to embody that i thought that a lot of our episodes we were saying very 
things about self-improvement, like, you know, for example, you don't stop when you're tired, you stop when you're done, like very broad things about that. Or yeah. you have to be disciplined to be successful. You, if you want to be the top 1%, you have to work hard. And so everything about these episodes are very general, right? It had no substance to it. And I think that's the number one thing that we learned when it was just us two again. It was the yeah. substance. Right. I agree. I agree. Because like when you have, dude, the third person is so overlooked. Like when you have a third person, it just makes it so much easier. Right. That's, again, that's, that way, that's, I don't have to go and text Devin. Hey, can you please talk? Because now we have a group chat. We can be like, hey, Amani, can you talk? And that helps yeah, like it makes. Yeah, it, it's, it was a lot easier. So I guess, well, it was a lot easier then. So then it was harder when me and Eric had to do it, just us two. Um, but I think it made us better. It made us better conversationalists for sure. Um, and I would say it also helped grow our content. We should have Amani back. For dude, an episode. Dude, I haven't, dude, I haven't spoken to her since we uh, filmed with her in episode 40. <laughs> back in college and i haven't spoken to her in the last two years when she goes to Rutgers, right when Rutgers, when Rutgers is over uh we'll definitely have her on but i think we started hitting our stride again once we uh got to abby georgiades you remember her yeah okay so that was so that was actually a really funny episode so eric uh, i won't go into the details about this story it was really funny though but eric uh basically was like yeah there's this one canadian girl who wanted to come on uh, he was just kind of telling me a little bit about her, and I was like, okay, she seems interesting. Like, you know, she's our age. Um, she, I think she, the, I think what I knew about her was like she had a camp, and then she did like vending machine stuff. Yeah, so, she had made 10k creating her own summer camp or something. Yeah, so we we're like, okay, you know what? Let's have her on. So that was good. That was interesting because it was like somebody our own age. A lot of the people we had on weren't really like our own age if they weren't our friends. So that was interesting. It was very good. Um, yeah, she was just really interesting to talk to because it was like the stuff that she was doing was like stuff that you wouldn't really expect people our age to be doing. And it was stuff that was very interesting. And like we were talking about at the time, like um, like buying vending machines, for example, like that kind of stuff. Like you could actually get to see someone doing it and see how it's working for them. Creating your summer camp, that all that kind of stuff was really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think that I think that's when we started other initiatives as well, right? When we started hearing about all of these stories that, you know, I think our guest speakers had, it was, I think it was really inspiring. Yeah, it was. And like, that's what you learn, right? Is everybody's been through so many different things. Yeah. Like, right? remember like, when we had Rion and she had written a book, like, I think that was another one. And I think it was just time and time again, when we had speakers that were doing all these amazing things, it, it really struck home, I guess. Right, because, like, you can – you see – so everybody wants the same thing then, right? But, like, you see the different routes that people go to get there and the different things that they're interested in. So, like, for example, like, yeah, Rhea wrote a book. Um, <coughs> we had um, Jaron – Jaron who wanted to work in a in the MLB, and so he had the um, the Mets page. We saw Chris Call pursuing his own business, um, you know, pursuing his own business stuff after football. So – all the different things that we saw people do that was really interesting because you get to see so many like i don't even know how to explain it it's like people are so different and you get to see the best part about everyone's differences on the podcast basically Mm -hmm. do you think that throughout the time we've been recording when we've been doing these episodes do you think you've switched up your persona in a sense to i guess match a podcaster way of talking or because like i Um, definitely i've moved from sometimes like i i kind of create this persona where i over exaggerate certain things or like i radicalize certain points or maybe i'm someone who goes and is and more enthusiastic on the pod right to make yeah better content I would, in a way. I would say i don't 
I don't know. I mean, I guess I wouldn't really know if I would change as just like how I interact with people uh, from being from doing the podcast for so long. But yeah. I would say I think I've definitely become better at interacting with people. Like I think I've become more confident. Like when I meet new people, like you know, like I kind of know how to catch their vibe a little bit better. Um, I just like know how to talk to them, know kind of what questions to ask them, and just like that general kind of stuff. And I think my speaking skills have improved uh, definitely. Um, like I feel like um you know I, I feel like i speak with more clarity like it gives me an option to practice all that and so i would definitely say yeah i think it's definitely home nice and what was that what do you think was the next stage of uh of this podcast growing because i remember that during around i think the end of 2021 when we ended our second season talking to ria that was when we are got our first ranking in saudi arabia that was great that was the day i put it on my story and played um ice cube <laughs> yeah we had got uh number 150 entrepreneurship and yeah, dude, we felt like a celebrity like i literally felt like a celebrity yeah. i was like all right <laughs> verify me at this point but uh yeah i would say that was really big because that was really big because like yeah you know it's funny like yeah okay it's saudi arabia business podcast or whatever like yeah saudis love business whatever but it was it was good it was good because <laughs> even though i didn't know how legit the rankings were at the time it was cool because it was like it was a measurable piece of progress right it was something yeah. measurable from okay we started this from literally from from the ground up in 2020 we were sophomore 15 16 years old starting this and now we got ranked somewhere like it just it felt really good right to know that it like amounted to something and then from there it just kept going and we got better and it was really motivating definitely definitely and do you want to go into season three I forget where the season up. I will say though. So then another thing was um yeah. when we started. So this is last year uh, in the summer when all the alpha male shit was trending. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a phase for our our content at least. So that was when I feel like our content definitely got a little bit more controversial because like people would like you know alpha male shit split society in two different parts, and so. Obviously, we were we were just doing it for the content. Like I wouldn't even say it was just we would have those kind of people on. Or at least yeah, everyone no, would have those kind of yeah. On. I think like, I, dude, views. I still think that people don't realize that we're we were we were trying to I guess fit this narrative, fit this persona in a sense, right? Because we wanted to take advantage of something that was up and coming. That's something that was going to be like the 2022 thing. Because when you look right, back yeah. at 2022 in 10 years, it's gonna be like, hey, yeah, that's Andrew Tate. You got red pill versus blue pill, all of that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're trying, to, we're trying to ride ride the content wave, basically. That's what and we're it worked. To do. And it worked and it, it worked. worked. It worked, but the problem with it was that like people you know, people just kind of like started making generalizations about us. Like it was the content people, we were making. Yeah, really I still about think us. that people don't understand that we were not particularly serious about it, right? Like my, yeah, no, my little stance on Tate during when we were making those episodes, I think we made 30 episodes that were probably in and around the niche, right? I think that my, gen, my, my, my stance on him during those episodes was, oh yeah, yeah, I love Tate. You know, Tate's the best thing that ever happened to the world, right? But honestly, I think that my 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 honest opinion of Tate is that I think that what he says about, I guess, just how life is hard in general and how, you know, you have to be you you have to be someone you have to create someone of value within yourself to reach your full potential. Otherwise, you know, life is not going to not going to be giving to you. I, I think that's like a very I think that's a very true fact, but I, I never agreed with 
I guess his his stances on you know cheating on women is haram or the more high value you are the more women you should have in your life you know and I think yeah. that I think a lot of people had this whole side of I guess confirmation bias with this because it was you either saw people going either one way or the other way and they were going the extremely radical direction with it they didn't realize that you could right, be yeah, just yeah. in the middle of it with me so my stance on it was like like you know there's there's some value to stuff he says like in certain parts and stuff like that but like a lot of the shit that he says like you see clips he didn't have a tiktok right a lot of the stuff no, you he see never was did, just, no. yeah he never had a tiktok so a lot of stuff you would see of him clipped on tiktok was obviously the stuff that's gonna get the most views so that's like what people would see a lot of times so my that was sort of my opinion on him I didn't. I mean, I don't have TikTok, so I don't. I never really watch any of his content, um, like on my own. Whenever it would pop up on YouTube or something, I might just click on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was sort of my stance on it. So I never really agreed with what he said. I just like it, again, it makes it, that's another part of content. It makes it interesting, right? Eric goes super one way for content. I go the other way for content, and so it makes it interesting, right? That's another thing. It makes it interesting to watch right people yeah, love watching audience perspective if we were to both agree on something that is just so controversial in the world boring. does that really like, make a good episode no it doesn't because like you're just saying okay yeah i agree i agree like no you want to have some sort of a debate right that's why we had roja and um alexis on oh like, yeah like fun. people yeah people i know who still don't like me because of the stances i took on that like you know they, i don't they, i think i still think they 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 feel that you you can still they don't i don't i feel like a lot of people don't understand that you can support some things that people say but you don't have to support other things it's not totally one-sided you know yeah no i agree and so you know i was never really super big on tate but regardless i just thought like people kind of took it out of context yeah um but it was fun it was really fun that i, I love those episodes a lot it was okay so i i had fun recording certain episodes certain other episodes were just like i was like nah this is too sketch like that one dude, I forget. You know who I'm talking about. Who that that one dude who had who had never filmed with. You filmed with him twice, and I was never on either of them. The Asian dude, the absolute dog. What was his name? Oh, oh, the VC guy. I think so. He Wait, used to work for him. The 15 one or mm, what was his name? It was some Asian kid who was an absolute dog. He was he was fucking all oh, these people. Oh, oh, Logan. Logan, Logan Duong. That was his name. That kid, bro. I was never so. Eric loved talking to him. Okay, I, I, I was never. Talking. I don't. I don't think he's like. I don't think he's the best person to seek advice from. But dude, he, he's a very. He's a very interesting guy. No, no. I okay. So the I was never on both episodes with him because I literally could not make both episodes. Like it just kind of. That's just kind of how it worked out. What do you mean? Well, I, I forget what happened the first time. The second time I was at my cousin's house for a religious holiday. The first time I couldn't make it. Um. So yeah, I never got to talk to him. But I don't know if I would have wanted to do the episode because. I I don't know. Like I would have loved to like just like mess with them. Not like mess with them like that, but like you know, just like, like ask him shit. But I don't know. Like I, that's like where it's like okay, this can get like kind of sketchy. Okay, dude. I thought that he was he was just very he was just being satirical on those episodes. I didn't think those were his actual stances, but yeah, I wanted to play along when I was making those episodes. Yeah, dude, but, that's the thing. Like, people do it for content, right? Like yeah, you know? uh huh. And I I spoke to him afterwards, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, that that's actually how he is in real life. I I did not know that. That's so funny. And uh. I think. I, I think that a lot of his takes, they are yet yet they're they are very interesting, right? And he's amassed an audience of I, I know his podcast is in the top two percent or something like that. And he's very his his whole he has around sixty thousand followers, something like that, and all his audience are full of dudes who say they want to like escape the matrix and all of that stuff. But I, I still think that a lot of what he did was very 
I guess, uh, questionable. Or yeah, questionable. I guess that's the better term. Yeah, but again, people again, content is content. So again, like obviously, I'm not saying just you know you should have everybody on your show just to like just for content. Like no, there's lines, but like you know sometimes people get a little too close to the line. Sometimes the lines get a little blurry. So yeah. So yeah, I and I, say, I think really. that we definitely, we definitely matured from then for sure. We definitely matured. You weren't even on the episode. <laughs> no, well, no, like that whole that whole John, like the whole niche that we did. Oh no, yeah. Well, I think that what we did was that we were running that, and we were starting to get into SMMA at the same time, and that is yeah, those are true. two niches, and true, I think yeah. that's what really struck struck like a whole demographic that's when we started ranking up in 30 40 countries or so yeah that's a, that was that was a really good move in eric's part where he was like okay he was starting to get more into smma and like doing his own stuff so he was like yeah you know what if we shifted to like a more smma focused pot like that would be our niche for whatever the time being so i was like yeah sure that sounds great so we did it and it, it worked out very well actually we got to meet a bunch of cool people and eric got on youtube too for one of them i couldn't make that one i i made the first part we recorded it that one didn't turn out great. Yeah, that wasn't good, that. though, yeah. We wanted, but we wanted to re-record it, and I couldn't make the re-recording. Okay, and yeah, I, I think I just, I think just parlaying back to the point you were making about how some guests are just there, some guests are not. I think that with that guy, right, it was, it was, it was weird because the first episode we created, he wasn't, but when he started to get more comfortable in the second episode, he was just on it. And he was, it was, he was good. On yeah. it, yeah. You just got to get people warmed up. That's what it is. Some people take longer to warm up than others. Some people are just naturally, like, you know, ready to go. Um, so, again, it's not that they're bad guests. He was a great guest. You just got to work it out. <laughs> yeah, I think that – and I think that we – when we started getting to later episodes and there was a lot of people I think I knew from uh, from school that started, like, tuning in and stuff, I think it was very – I think it was we started to shift more to topics that, you know, we really love, that we really had a passion for. Really, I, I think that just – I, I guess we were very yeah. interested and we could talk about a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is about, right? It's about talking about what we're passionate about, learning from other people, and hopefully trying to, you know, share whatever wisdom we have with whoever listens to us. Yeah, dude, when we when we hit episode 70 and on, we were at around 20 countries that we were ranked in. But once we got from 70 to 75, it was weird because – we went from 20 to 45 countries ranked. So we, we practically had doubled in three weeks in that time span. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, dude. It's like <laughs> rankings are weird, man. It's just like, you know, you don't know who's using VPN and shit, but regardless. <laughs> yeah. So the episodes during that time, episode 70 was Cody Gavin, zero to 200K a year off SMMA. Episode 71 was NNN motivation, or Devin's NNN motivation. That was such a shit. That, that was a shit post, bro. That was... That was, that was that so got, That got 1,400 views, by the way. That's so dumb. I don't even know why we ended up... But it was a good shit. episode, though. It was, it was one of my favorites. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, and then 72 was starting SMMA with no money. 73 was does hype matter. Uh, all that. Episode 74, this is also one of my favorite ones, was uh, Girls' Opinion on Sneeko. That was so. Oh fun. yeah, that was with Alexis. Yeah, that was uh, that yeah, that was really fun because I think that I think those episodes, especially when you're in high school and you're debating shit like that, where you can take the polar opposite perspectives and the other side actually really believes in those perspectives. I think that's what really makes a good episode. It's kind of exactly, yeah. it's kind of like the whatever podcast that's trending right now. 
you just you just need a little bit of everything in an episode. Like you need a little bit in terms of like viewpoints. You need somebody who's like kind of more more polarized. People who are kind of more polarized on either side. And then you need I, some I people who are more. Also, the addition of Drew, right? Because we totally forgot. Because yeah, Drew about was that. like more. Drew was more than me and Drew were like more in the middle and stuff like that. Um, the girls are kind of more on one side. You were obviously in an island by yourself. And so, <laughs> well, I've that was, always that was been in an island by myself on all these episodes. That, that is true, yeah. So, <laughs> it made it more interesting. For sure, but, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think over time, though, I think that once we hit 82, we just, I, I guess we stopped, and, and I guess. And uh, I think that. I think that a lot of our episodes, though, in 2022, that's when we really started to really up the ante. And um, I think that n- now, what's next, man? We're at, we're 90 episodes in. I don't know. We'll it's see from there. I want to get more. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I want to get more stuff from our viewers, like in terms of like more feedback, more content feedback. Um. Like, I don't know. We got, we got we to gotta see what's trending, but, like, at the same time, we also want to balance it with stuff we like to talk about now, right? Yeah. Like, even more. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of – what we decide to do. So, what do you think but is I the like biggest takeaway that you've – you've or biggest learning experience that you've learned from when starting this podcast from 2020 to 2023? Um, I would say just, like, don't – I would say, like, don't overthink it. In the beginning – in the beginning, again, like, we were super, like, you know – we were super prep heavy. Um, and then I feel like it was better for us not to be like that because it improved our improv skills. Thinking quickly, it definitely improved that. Like we just, you know, the worst thing during the episode was when we'd have a guest and they were just like, they were not going to expand on their, like whatever stuff we were talking to them about. Yeah. And then there would just be like the dreaded awkward silence. And then I'll be like, oh shit, like we got to think of something to say. So <laughs> that that definitely um, helped a lot. And I'd say like when you're not overthinking it, when you're just making content that you enjoy to make with like, your, like with your friends, like it's more fun, right? Again, you want to enjoy doing when you enjoy. You can tell in an episode if someone is enjoying doing it for sure. When you enjoy filming, the episode comes just comes out so much better. Like it just everything is so much. The vibe is so much better. People talk better. The content is better. So that's what I would say. I would say, um, you know, especially don't be afraid. Um, then yeah, like things 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 come with time. You start to figure stuff out over time, right? You can look at the progression of our podcast. How we started now is completely different to how we are today. So you know, skills and stuff like that all comes with time. So just be patient; it'll work itself out. Do you still just ever kind of go find- back and watch our episode one, or go back to our no. earlier episodes? You don't? Uh-uh. No, I mean I remember them pretty well, but no, I haven't watched it yet. I want to hear how my voice was different. That's what I really want to hear. Your voice didn't really change, dude. But I feel like we're saying that now. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just my perception. Or I don't know, but <laughs> maybe. But yeah, no, I, I, I just say don't overthink it. Just oh, yeah, get we started. Also we had interns, dude. Okay, that was a whole shit show because our interns didn't do shit, or at least most of them didn't do shit. But we had like thirty interns at one at one point in twenty twenty two. Yeah, remember? I don't know what the fuck we were doing. We, we had so we were <laughs> really trying to scale it, right? So we had we had people running. Webs, well, okay, we had a detail help build a website. He wasn't really intern though; he's more of a friend, just helping out. So, yeah. we need to help us with the stuff. We had Drew and Dan and um, uh, some other people working. We had a couple people trying to do TikToks and stuff like that for us, um, but it never really kind of came to fruition because, like, I feel like we were too inconsistent with episodes and like time zone issues. It just like it just wasn't practical. The Singapore dudes, um, those kids never even responded. <laughs> So after that, it was just like, 
it just I don't know. It just it just never really worked out. Um but yeah, I like this better. This is more like it just feels better to do it like this, I think. Yeah, and I also have more fun doing these. I remember that at a point yeah. where I just I was focused on ranking solely. I was willing to take very radical perspectives. I was willing to release three times a week and create more of that uh, you know, like that kind of fresh and fit field in a in a sense. But yeah, I mean, but I think I, that now, I think that I was trying to rake up those accolades just for the sake of resume building. But I yeah, think yeah. now I, I think I want to have more fun with it. I want to go into more. Yeah, me too. I agree. I would like to niche down definitely, but I think I want to go into more topics that, you know, where I, I we don't have to do that. But, you know, sometimes I will, I guess, because, you know, the, the rankings are fun to do. But, uh, you know, yeah, that is true. But we, we, we achieved the rankings. So it's OK. Yeah. I, whatever. Number yeah. one teenage right. business podcast globally, man. Crazy dude. That is <laughs> crazy. But, but uh, yeah, you have any, I, you have any last minute takes for our viewers or no? I mean, I would just say like anyone trying to start their own podcast, the the biggest thing that I would say is just get started. Yeah. Literally, just get started. Everything else will come with time. That's what I learned. Like we have an idea. Now you you need to have an idea. You can just have whatever an idea for one episode. You go from there, see what you like, don't like, and from there the content starts to like the content root starts to channel itself basically you start to figure out what you like what you don't like how you want to do it you want to have guests on whatever um and then yeah it just everything works itself out you just got to be confident improve your speaking skills which will come with time like everything comes with time as long as you're confident right and you have you want to be yourself on camera when you're recording and yeah that's all i would say just have fun all right and uh yeah that's pretty much all i have to say that's episode 90 see you next week in 91